By the way, it is official. I think yesterday, uh, the apple picking, for those of you who came, the, uh, the, the event that took place after we picked all the apples was the bake-off. But I, I really was looking forward to this, you know, guys versus girls. I was so, so, so hopeful that the guys were going to win. I really, in my heart, I was like, we're going to do this thing. We are going to win. And, you know, I was talking to some of the ladies this morning, and I was saying, you know, we lost, but it was originally a tie. And they kind of looked at me, and they said, you, you lost. I said, we lost, but it was originally a tie. And they said, no, 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 you lost. And I was like, man, I just can't let this thing go. And in fact, one of the guys who picked up his children, his daughter yesterday was like, I'm sorry, Kurt, are you okay? Did you actually think you guys stood a chance against the girls? I was like, yeah, I've been baking for a long time. He's like, dude, you guys don't know how to cook. What are you talking about? I was kind of offended. I was like, we did a good job. So... There should be definitely another one. I definitely think there should be another one. Yes. There were two pies for each side. And uh, the guys made two of the same pies and the girls made two different pies, which might have been the reason why they won. Might have been the reason why they won. Either way, I think what happened yesterday is pretty fitting for what I want to talk to you about this morning. You know, there is a difference between guys and girls, and there is a difference between woman and man. And as we've been talking about identity here in D2L, three weeks ago, we started talking about seeing ourselves through the eyes of God. And the foundational scripture we went to three, uh, three weeks ago today is what? What book of the Bible did we go to? What, what chapter and verse? Ephesians, what chapter? Verse 10. In Ephesians 2.10, it says that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. And that word workmanship is an artistic expression. We are God's artwork. Everyone, look at yourself. (laughs) Kind of go internal right now and say, I am God's artwork. I am God's masterpiece. Now, you probably think, Mr. Kurt, that's blasphemy. I'm a bad person. No, you're not. You're, you're created in the image of God. And even if you've given yourself over to sin, hey, friend, there's still redemption for you. But you've been created in the image of God. And it's important that when you wake up, you don't tell yourself the lies that the enemy is already telling you and the world is already telling you. It's important when you wake up and look in the mirror, you tell yourself who you are in the Lord. I'm a child of the living God. I'm born again. I'm set free. I'm redeemed. God is not finding fault in me today because Jesus is taken my sin. And I'll tell you, as you begin to do that, you begin to see yourself as God sees you. And so we talked about, listen, you are an original, not a copy. Remember, I showed the example of the cookie cutter. And man, the world wants everyone to be the star cookie cutter. The world wants to take all the uniqueness that we have and shove it in to the same cookie cutter so that we come all out, we all come out the same. How could I say something like that? Well, all you have to do is look at politics. All you have to do is look at the world and, and, and uh, media and Hollywood. Take a look at everything. How many of you have ever heard the term underground? I don't mean underground railroad. I mean music or movies, underground music or movies. How many of you have a, pref- a preference and you're partial to the underground music? How many of you, why are you partial to the underground music? It's different. And you know what? There are so many people who have started out as underground musicians who have got into mainstream. And what happens? It's not different anymore. They turn mainstream. And you know what? You and I are, are individuals. We're originals. Why are we allowing the world to mold us into something that God never made us to be? 
So that's the first thought that we had. Last week, we took a look at three individuals. We didn't get into it very much. We talked about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the leader that he was. We talked about Jesus the Christ and the leader that he was. We talked about Paul the Apostle and the leader that he was. And what's the one point that I wanted you to understand last week about leading? What's the one point I kept saying over and over and over again? Every leader at some point or another is going to have to stand alone. That's a hard pill to swallow. And you know you've already experienced that, maybe on the basketball court, maybe in school, when you look around you and all you see is people living in sin, and you're looking at yourself saying, man, what's, what's wrong with me? They look like they're having so much fun. And you walk through the hallways feeling alone and abandoned. You're standing alone. And what God wants to do is reshape our image here. So that we don't see that we're standing alone, but we see that he is standing with us. This morning, I think the most important message I could talk to you about on identity is the difference, the uniqueness of man and woman. I would like you to go to two scriptures this morning. The first scripture is Genesis chapter 126. The second scripture is Matthew 19. Verse 4. So kind of put your finger in Matthew 19, 4, and then go back to Genesis 1:26. So find the, both of these scriptures. These are going to be our foundational scriptures this morning. Matthew 19, 4. Put your finger there and go all the way back to Genesis 1:26. When you get to Genesis 1:26 and you're ready to read, please say, "I got it." Okay, then God said, then who said? Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Let's just pause right there. Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Let me ask you something. For those of you who study out the Bible and understand, who is the our and us that God is referring to? Epiphany? Jesus? And who else? Holy Spirit, you guys have to understand that there's a trinity that exists. They are, are, are equal, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And from the beginning of time, here's a little Bible understanding for you. Jesus did not begin to exist when he came to earth. <laughs> Jesus took on his body when he came to earth. Jesus, as the Son of God, always existed. And so that's what God is saying here. Let's keep reading. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. In the image of God, he created them male and female. How many of you are feeling like this is pretty basic so far? Turn over to Matthew chapter 19, please. Some of you already know where I'm going, and you need to understand this is good. Now, Matthew 19, verse 4. When you're there, say, I got it. And he answered and said to them, just as Jesus speaking now, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female. And he said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Now, what is very important to understand, we're going to walk this thing out this morning, but you have to begin to understand that there is a uniqueness, and there are special qualities that are given to man, and special uniqueness and qualities that are given to woman. And it's so important that we begin to understand this. Why is it important in the 21st century that you have a clear understanding of male and female? You tell me. 
Why is it so important right now? Zach? It's very, okay, Epiphany? You know, it's so interesting, and, and, and you really have to understand the times that we're living in. What's important to first understand, I want to establish a few thoughts here. Did we not just read in two areas of the Bible, both the Old and the New Testament, confirmed God spoke it, Jesus confirmed it? That means it's truth, doesn't it? Now, if God spoke it alone, it's truth. But the fact that Jesus confirmed it in the New Testament, we know it's true for us today. Now, what you have to first understand is although man and woman have been given different roles, their value is the same. Although I as a man have been given a different role, my wife's value is the same as mine. Why? What did we just read? Why? Women are not less than men. Women are not of less value than men. Why? What did we just read? Okay, Michael? Boom. Because both male and female were created in God's image. I told you we're going to walk this thing out because I think we've overlooked some important factors here. That means that if I ever step over the lines, when I got married, they said, Kurt, this woman stands by your side, not under your feet. How many men we might know in our lives who treat their wives as if they stand under their feet. And really, a union of marriage is just like Adam and Eve in the beginning. That's how God intended it to be. And so it's important to understand that you and I, although male and female, and there's no other question about that. It's not that it's male or female. We have the same value in the sight of God. And you know, that goes back, that goes, that breaks down even more. Because we are all created in the image of God, male and female are of the same value. Black and white are of the same value. Red and yellow are of the same value. Green and brown are of the same value. Normal and abnormal are of the same value. Able and disabled are of the same value. We need to see that we all have been created in the image and the likeness of God. And we must first find our identity in God and then understand that we are the same value because we have been created in the image of God. Now, we live in a really twisted society. Uh, let's talk. Who knows what a stereotype is? I meant to look up the word exactly today to give you the exact definition, but go ahead, uh, Brittany. That is a stereotype. Okay, so, so you have, okay, but let's get to the definition, Zach. You judge a book by its cover, Donovan? What? What you expect, Victoria? Yes. A stereotype is an assumption about a person or a group of people or even an idea. It's our ideas that have been created that we have accepted. Let's talk about some stereotypes of men. Let's talk about some male stereotypes. All the girls' hands are about to go up. Now, okay, Brittany, and by the way, let me set the rules here. It has to be clean and appropriate for church. Okay, let's talk about some stereotypes of men. Um, you can either think, we'll come back to you. Zach. Can't we can't make apple pies. We don't know how to bake. That's a good stereotype because I think we can make epiphany. We always want the next best thing. 
She said, we, we always want the next best thing, another girl or, you know, another, whatever. All right. We're going to put her in a box over there and protect her. What are some other stereotypes of men? Don't worry, guys. We're going to have our chance. What are some other stereotypes of men? You guys are so gracious. Come on. I'm not talking about bad things. I'm, let, let, let's, let's think a little bit deeper here. What are some ideas about males that we have just accepted that may not be true? Okay, go ahead. Guys are better leaders than girls. You guys are thinking well here now. What are some other ideas, some stereotypes about males? Girls, I'm telling you, if you don't give more, the guys are going to have at it in a second. Okay, Marissa. <laughs> guys are unorganized. They're not clean. Here we go. Now it's coming out. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Rapid fire number two. Who's coming out? Who else is coming out? I'll have you know that I can bake. I am clean. I am organized. Yeah, I, I'm not the perfect man. I'm sorry. I'm just messing with you. God. Yes. Now, see, we're getting somewhere. Yes. Why is it that we can't be emotional? Let's talk about that for a minute here. This is, let's, I want to, I want to pause. I want to pause right on this one. I want to pause for a good five minutes here because young men, yeah, that's a while. You better believe it. <laughs> I, I want to tell you guys, guys, we are being robbed. Now, listen, guys are allowed to be emotional when it comes to a girl, when they're trying to woo that girl. But there's this idea that guys aren't supposed to cry and they're not supposed to have feelings, that we're just supposed to suck it up and deal with it. And I want to tell you something. I'm one of the most emotional people you'll ever meet. <laughs> and I have had so many people in my life tell me, you are way sensitive, Kurt. You are like the super sensitive man. And I tried to be the macho guy, and I tried to be like... I'm, I'm an emotional guy. And I think what I've discovered, and, and I'm not saying that we all need to be that way, but I just want to tell you guys something. Listen up. Guys, you're being robbed of who God made you to be if you don't deal with your feelings. You have feelings and you need to deal with them. Even if you want to deal with them in private, you need to accept the fact that God made you to be emotional. You know what? You read through the Bible, you see that God was angry. God was saddened. His heart was grieved. Where have we come that we start teaching young men, don't act like that, it's not how boys act. Guys, I want to tell you, even if your father told you when you fell down, don't cry, knock it off, stop it, you need to learn to process your feelings. Because if you don't, if you don't, they will come out in another form. How many of you know that you hold something down for a long time and all of a sudden you end up putting your head or your fist through a door, a window, or a, a wall? You end up doing something crazy. And then, you know what? You look at society, you look at all that's going on right now, people are not dealing with their emotions. And guys, I have to tell you, it is okay to cry. It is okay to deal with your feelings. And as a side note, If she sees you sensitive, wow. no, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about being, you know, I'm not talking about being a train wreck. I'm talking about, I'm talking about being able to share what you're feeling. No, we can't get into questions right now. Sorry. Or, or, or all right, comment. 
Okay, there you go. The Bible says, as shrewd as serpents and as soft as doves. And we need to understand, just by, you know, just because we're the leader men, just because God has called us to lead our households, doesn't mean that we can't show some emotion. Okay, so I paused enough time on that. Let's go to the girls. What are some stereotypes? What are some stereotypes about females? Zach? Okay. He's got to think of how to say it. Is it appropriate, Donovan? Yes. Okay. I broke a nail. Okay. What are some other stereotypes that, Victoria? You're not supposed to be athletic. What are some other stereotypes? Okay, Allie. You're supposed to be in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> wow, Dale, you want that to come from a woman, not a man. You do not want to say that, bro. Let me just help you understand that right away. You do not want to say that. What are some other, Julia? All you care about is how you look. So wait, what you're saying is that that's not true? <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. See, this is new to me. I'm learning that. Okay, Brittany? You're too emotional. If you've ever been around, guys, guys, if you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bring your attention back here. Guys, if you've ever been around a young lady long enough or have a sister or have a mom, you might have feel like, wow, man, this is, I'm, I'm really uncomfortable right now. I, I almost don't know what to do. You just, you feel, okay, what else? What are some other stereotypes? We might get one more, okay? All right, good. We won't get one more. What are some truths about men and women? See, we, we really, we tend to judge each other based on stereotypes, and we don't judge each other based on truths. We tend to say, well, I know for me, I'm going to be honest, you know, with that stereotype in my mind, you know, women are too emotional, if I think about that all the time, the first time a woman around me is emotional, I, what am I going to say? Oh, women are so emotional. And what do I do? I completely brush off what she's going through. And we need to see that I, God has begun to teach me about my wife, hey, that's part of me right there. Remember that God said in the beginning he created them male and female? In his image, he created them both. You need to understand that in the beginning, God created mankind. And mankind was fully complete in Adam, both male and female. I don't mean physical characteristics. I mean the essence, the emotion, and the spirit the essence, the emotion, and the spirit of mankind was in the fullness of Adam. And God said, that's not good. Man has to learn to have another partner. And so while Adam, he drew, and, drew up and created from the dust of the ground, Eve, he took out of the fullness and the completion he already created. He took out of the rib, the perfection that he already drafted and created something even more beautiful, even more amazing, and that was the woman. But guys and girls, never forget, never forget that when you look at somebody, ladies, we don't need to judge the guys on certain things like, you know, you're not supposed to be emotional. Hold yourself together. And guys, we don't need to look at the girls and say, you know, you're being way too emotional. God wants us to look at each other and say, you are created in the image of God, and you're expressing a part of God that I don't fully understand. And that's why God did it, so that we would come together and learn. This is a different part of God, and God has begun to teach that to me about my wife. This is a different expression of me that you as a man really don't understand, which is why I've called her to come along your side. And guys, you can learn that right now from your friends. You can learn that right now from your sisters and brothers. You can learn that right now from your parents. Why is all this important? Here's why this is important, because you have to realize in the times that we are living, 
because of the lies that the enemy has spread, there's something called gender, gender identity crisis. You can go up on Google and type in gender identity crisis, and one of the first things that will come up is a professional video, a psychologist telling you about gender identity crisis. What is gender identity crisis? What do you think that is? What do you think that is? Brittany? You're not sure what you should be? Yeah. You know, guys, we need to talk about this right now. That's why I wanted to lay the foundation of male and female, because there's something, the lie, the enemy, the devil, has spread lies so far that what we now have is we have young people growing up feeling like they're a boy trapped in a girl's body or a, or a girl trapped in a boy's body. And I know that you can look at that and you can start laughing and you can, you know, think that that's crazy, but you have to understand something. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God created them in the beginning, male and female. And let me just tell you, some of those stereotypes that we've talked about have forced people into thinking that they are somebody that they're not. And I'm not being catty and I'm not being silly, but I'm telling you, it's very simple. If you need to discover if you're a man, all you have to do is look at your physical appearance and the anatomy that God gave you. And if you need to discover if you're a woman, all you have to do is look at your appearance and the anatomy that God gave you. That's not being silly. What I'm trying to say is God has already ordained and established your identity. If you are a man, you are a man. But because of the lie of the enemy, we have young men now growing up thinking that there's a girl inside there. No, that is from the pit of hell. You are a man. But maybe somebody lied to you. Maybe somebody misused you and abused you. And you need to understand that God created you to be a man. He wants you to be a man. That doesn't mean that you have to act macho. Get around the right person. He'll teach you how to be a man. And there's young ladies right now. Maybe you have been used or abused, or maybe somebody lied to you, and you feel like there's, you know, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying there's a lie, that there's a boy on the inside. That is not true. This is so real right now that there are young children, my kid's age, there are young boys and young girls right now, four, five, and six, who are who are because of what their parents teaching them. Hey, it's okay if you, you know, oh, well, you like to play with dolls. And instead of just letting the boy play with dolls, my son dragged the dolls all around the house. Do you think there's a question in my mind? Man, is, 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 he, is there a girl trapped inside there? But there are parents who are doing that right now. And instead of just saying, hey, you know what? That's fine. They'll go through that. Whatever, it'll be over. Oh, he, he's playing with dolls. He must, he must, he must be oriented towards he, he must be, there must be a girl trapped inside there, or he might, he might be a homosexual. So we should probably train him so that he has to seek out his identity. Guys, we don't have time to get into all this today, but you have to understand your sexual orientation, your sexual identity. First of all, sexual orientation doesn't even exist. Sexual identity, gender identity, is not something that you choose. It is something from birth that is established. And I don't mean that the way that the world means that. I mean that if you have been given a male's body, you are a man that God created you to be a man. If you have been given a woman's body, you are a woman that God has created you to be a woman. And we have to satisfy this in our hearts right now. What does that mean? If you have a friend going through a struggle, if you personally are going through a struggle, listen, I want to tell you something right now. 
I don't care. You might have been lied to. Your friend might have been lied to. You don't need to be hard on your friend and tell them, knock it off. That's not who you are. We need to walk this life out in love, and we need to show people the compassion of Christ because the world doesn't know this truth that I'm sharing with you right now, but that God will use you to minister that truth to your friend. And listen, I want to tell you right now, if you're in this room and you're struggling, you're struggling, maybe you have some tendencies towards a certain, towards a certain way, or you feel like you might be trapped on the... Let me just tell you that God is your answer. There isn't a question about who you are. You're a child of the living God. And guys, if God has given you a male body, you are a man. You are a man. There's no need to be ashamed about feelings you might have had or certain things that have happened. There's, there's, there's too much to get into right now. But you need to know that there are people here that you can come and talk to. But I want you to understand that simple fact. Ladies, there might have been some things that you, you might feel like you're trapped or you're having some certain tendencies or certain feelings towards a certain way. You need to understand that that is not God. And that is not who God created you to be. Let me bring you back to this. In the beginning, there was no confusion. In the beginning, God said yes and no. When did confusion arrive? When did confusion arrive in the book of Genesis? No. When did confusion arrive? When the serpent came. Here's what I want you to understand. God said he created them male and female. If there's a question about that, you know the question is not God. You know the question is the devil, the enemy, whispering in your ear, trying to tell you something different. Confusion only arrives when the devil shows up, when the enemy shows up and brings deception. He always speaks the opposite of what God says. It's that easy. That is his M.O., his mode of operation. It's that easy. If God says black, he says white. If God says yes, he says no. He always speaks the opposite. So if you feel like you're struggling or have friends who are struggling, if you feel like there's questions and confusion, rest assured right now that it is not God. The enemy is lying to you. Now, what do you do with that? Well, here's what you need to understand. Everybody has struggles. Everybody has things that the enemy knows as a weakness. And he will use that and bait you against who you really are. He will use that against you. And so somebody might have a tendency towards alcohol because they've grown up in an alcoholic environment. Somebody might have, in our society, easily a tendency towards something that's unnatural because everything in the world right now says everything is okay. But what you do with those things is you bring them before the Lord. And you know, it might just be as simple as saying, God, I am helpless right now towards this temptation. I am helpless. I feel like this is who I am. And God is big enough to handle whatever it is that you're going through. And I want to say that beyond this issue of identity, whatever it is that you're facing right now, you need to understand that God is bigger than that. And all you have to do is lay it out before him. I want to say this because there's not really much time to get into anything else right now. We'll have to pick up at a later time. The truth is in the book. Truth is in the book. And what happens in life is when we read the truth, we're forced to either line up with it or shun it. And I'm telling you, regardless of how you feel, if you want to live a successful life, don't shun this truth, but accept it. Begin to accept the truth and ask God to show you how to do that. Okay? Let's pray.